Welcome back to the Tanuki Studio Podcast. Hello. I don't know what this is like. Number seven? I think six, six, seven. Six or seven, yeah. It's bad enough that we don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, but yeah. So it's been like two weeks, I think, since the last time we did something like this. Yeah, it's been a bit. So what happened the week before? So we had the tag sale. That's one thing. We had a big tag sale, which... Made some mad cash. <laughs> I, I sold an uh, airsoft vest to a gentleman who was uh, going to work. Uh, yeah. I didn't understand what he was going to use it for, but I hope he had some kind of use for it. I don't know. I think he did yard work, so I think a lot of that's probably just um, the like a tape thing. You can standard, know. like, oh, yeah, here's my, like, um, I guess, clipper. Standard, small little clipper and stuff. Um, what else was there? You sold your Xbox games. I sold my Xbox games. I sold, uh, like, a Wi-Fi adapter or attachment. Yeah. I forget the name of it. Um, and then I sold a label maker, which was pretty popular. Yeah. Um, and then I started using Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, there you go. Dude, it's pretty easy. It's, I liked it a lot. Thank you for suggesting it. And now we're official friends on Facebook. <laughs> hey, I, the thing is, like, to preface this, I don't really use Facebook that often. So you don't use a lot of social media in the first place. I, I don't. I know. I should I should do it more since I'm an art kid. Since I'm an art kid but, yeah. like, you know, it's... I always it's forget. kind of weird because you think your school would, like, teach you to, like, market yourself, like, portfolio work building. Yeah. Well, like, like, how to build, like, a website and stuff. Mm. Well, but they're like, going to do that this... Uh, oh, for junior coming, year? Yeah, they're going to do... They do that for junior okay. year. Okay. Just to get you ready. Like, but the first two years, is like, they kind of want you to figure out, like... What well, you want to do. Well, the first year is, like, do you want to be here? Are you sure? <laughs> Like, cause this is like, we're not joking around. Like, this is just hardcore art stuff. Yeah. No, this is like, we, we want you, we, you know, we want you to know if you want to be here. And if so, it's like, great, let's find out. And the second year is basically, let's find out what you're good at and what you want to do. Mm. And then the third year is like, all right, so let me, then the third year is basically, let's show you how you can do that. Um, and then fourth year is just. Portfolio work and connections. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. And which, yeah, it's a great build. I mean, it's a great system for school, unless, you know, there's a pandemic and everything. Just yeah, gets... everything just falls apart. It's just like, yep. Yeah. So it's been confirmed, for people who don't know, that SVA, the school I go to, has been decided to put fully online for this coming semester. Um, I mean, I'm a little disappointed, but obviously for safety you, it's, reasons. Yeah, it's understandable. It's totally understandable. It's, you know, I get it. Um, I'm... I, I was actually kind of a little bit relieved because I didn't want to have to go back and forth from school and in, in my home, home um, up in Connecticut because I, I, I didn't think I was very comfortable staying there all the time in New York. And I, you know, I was just like, if I have my classes, like some of my classes online, maybe I can go back and forth. But I figured that was going to be a little taxing, but whatever. But uh, luckily, they just kind of made the decision and uh, said no. Said stay no. home. Said no. No more. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. And then uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I think you, when you first mentioned this to me, I was like, oh, all the international kids who go to your school are getting screwed over really hard. They're so screwed. I, I feel so bad for so many of them. Because it's just like the amount of money it takes to get there. and then to, like, Visas and everything. It's just oh, like... Yeah. A lot for even for like UConn and stuff, which has like two confirmed COVID cases already, which is funny enough. Um, they international students make up for like a decent thirty percent of the tuition for like everyone. That's why in state tuition is like really low for some people. Right. That's why it's like only like I think eight grand right now. Oh fuck. Minus the uh, housing. I really think that 
they should just go online. It's not worth endangering people. And it's stupid enough that those two kids came already to Yukon with COVID and are going out and partying. Because that yeah. that's how everyone's getting good. In fact, they went to a big party. Yeah, of course. So. And, I, and it's just irresponsible. Yeah. I mean, you know, guys in our generation, please clue in. You know, it's not going to stop unless we all just follow the rules. Yeah. But, you know, people want to party. So that's fine. Can't stop them. I know. It's ridiculous. Um, other than that, I've been using Facebook Marketplace to sell off a lot of my old um, toys yeah. and stuff. I sold my bulk Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Mm. So, you know, that, that, that kind of box I had at, at the tag sale? Yeah. Sold those. That was about, like, 120 worth of cards, but it was valid around, like, 20 bucks. I got 40 from it, so I made 20 bucks off that, and I put that towards a new set. There so, you go. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, sold... Well, the th I technically sold my DS and all the accessories and games, but the guy who I sold it to never showed up, so I'm gonna oh. put it back on the market. Yeah, um, which is really annoying, but you know that's what it is. What it is, I guess. I'll would, I would try to reach out to him again and see if he still. The weird thing was, I tried to find him. He left the group chat I had with him, and then I tried to find him on Facebook. Couldn't find him on Facebook. And Gone. Th that's like the weirdest thing, and I'm like. Uh, I'll also say this though I think Facebook uses a lot of bots yeah I, I don't think these because they'll, they'll send you like oh hey blank is this available still and that's just like an instant notification you know where it's like it's just a, it's a button on marketplace where it's like hey is it still available it's not like a they type that it's just like the single like notification like of them just pressing and being like yep here you go this is my this is me inquiring about it so, like, I really think that a lot of people are using bot accounts to, like, press that button. Oh. So, like, it gets, like, views and, like, okay. uh, traffic. Just to get people interested. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. But, uh... But that's kind of more suspicious, though, with, like, yeah. some guy just vanishes out of thin air, you know? That's the... It's, like, the weirdest thing. I was like, this guy... He, like, well, the thing is, like, he was saying, like, oh, yeah, I want it ASAP. I'll be there today. Pick it up. No problem. I was like, great. I waited... And then I waited. I gave him the exact directions to my to where I was going and wanted him to pick it up, and he never picked it up. So, where was uh, how much you sell it for? Eighty. Oh, that's nice. I sold my 3ds for one twenty. Should I have sold it higher? No, it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a DS. No, it's like a it's yeah. not one of the newer ones. Well, so. it does. The thing is, it's selling it with the games, the cover, yeah, and the others. I think the games make up for like I think the DS would have been marked around about fifty. The mm -hmm. games make up for that thirty. Though. Yeah, it all has the the manuals and the games yeah. in it. So that, that's what a lot of people are asking. Was like, does that have the manuals? Does it have like the why action? would you need the manuals? I, my question. I guess it's because it's like a collector's thing. Maybe is it? Maybe I don't know. Is there a collectability, like a market for well, people 3DS always love and Nintendo DS cases? I don't know. I mean, I don't know how rare N Nintendo DSs are these days. I but I are. think the games might be actually more um, valued than the actual DS themselves. Yeah, I think games would be more. I don't know why people would want wipe out the game or Zoo Tycoon <laughs> on DS, but right. that's to wh whoever's own, I guess. Fossil Fighters, Pokemon. Yeah, well, Pokemon is probably the biggest seller. Would probably be the biggest seller out of them because I've got Gen Four. No, I've got yeah, I got Gen Four and Five. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, Platinum and one of the Black and Whites. Yeah, uh, and I was I was sad because I had Gold, but I didn't have the actual game inside. Didn't have the actual oh, thing. I was like, sucks. damn. Could have sold that, but wasn't there. The Poka Walker thing, the little like the little yeah. Tamagotchi thing, that was fun. 
I really do like the little knickknacks Nintendo does to like sell products. Yeah. Because I think it's fun. It's enjoyable. I don't like how they change the mechanics of Pokemon games every generation. I mean, but it's just well, sort it's, of, it's not that they change mechanics. It's like they add something onto it or take something the, away. Yeah. Sometimes that could be good or bad, but depends. I'll see this. Sword and Shield, I'll give it a solid 7. Yeah. I'll show you that. It's fun. Do I think they could have added more? Yes, but this is just a test run to see what it works like as a right. full engine. Because, like, it's all little baby steps in the end. Yeah, it's like first game run was actually, like, let's go Eevee, and then they moved up to Sword and Shield. And the next one, yeah. I don't know if they're going to go for the full open world idea. Which, if they do, it's going to sell cool. a lot of money. <laughs> I know. It's going to take a lot of dev time, though. That's yeah. the thing. Because with open world games, right, mm -hmm. you technically calculate a lot of things within a certain amount of radius. That's what they're, they're, they're trying to figure out with, with the mm -hmm. Pokemon. Because the render distance for things is generally crap. Right. It's not It's not like the camera worthy. And the Switch hardware isn't the greatest. But mm, I think yeah. there are certain tricks you can do to like limit that, though. Mm -hmm. So I, I do think that the ability to zoom in and zoom out of your character like takes a factor of like yeah you shouldn't be able to do that because there's such a like if you go to the large one it looks really bad because there's only a certain radius around you that can be seen right but rather when like if you do like the like the smallest one it w looks fine it doesn't matter it's fine because it's a tight controlled space right. i really think that if you're going to do do the whole mobile mobile camera thing you need to have the radius beat radius of the spawn spawning and the camera radius locked gotcha because inside breath of the wild it's not locked so it's it's locked so it's like you you can't zoom in or anything right yeah it's can't lock. yeah i mean i from what i've seen i haven't actually bought pokemon sword and shield i would love to but get a switch <laughs> i know guys first things first but after buying all this audio equipment <laughs> gonna take a little break on that I mean, you, like, I would say this for Christmas, though, just treat yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because um, this audio equipment will pay off in the end, because you're doing online classes. Yeah, that, that does help a lot. And for school, this will be super helpful. And you're not going to be one of those kids with a webcam mic going, like, crinkling, like, yeah, in the background or anything like that. It's just going to be, like, very crisp audio. Hey, guys. How you doing? <laughs> oh, Markiplier. The only thing is I don't have a camera on my... Um... If you need a spare one, I have it a second spare yeah. one. I'll think of oh, That'd be nice if you could. Yeah. Do you need a camera? Um, Maybe. Because for like the... If they want us to see... Or yeah, you could, definitely, you could definitely borrow mine. Yeah, if you don't mind. Thank you. Because I, I have like a Logitech one. But I don't know a Logitech one that's old. Mm -hmm. So the other one works fine. Great. They'd be like, oh my god, you got money, money. I'm like, then why, why do you think I'm here? It's a super expensive yeah. college. Um, Are they giving you a discount on like, the online tuition? Yeah. Uh, well, for one, I had a scholarship, not to brag. Um, <laughs> Humble so brag. That that ha that helps a lot. Uh, but also, they're they're definitely re they're refunding people, and they're taking off um, housing. housing costs. There you go. So that definitely, housing costs a lot, so that's great. Wait, was housing like baked into the final tuition, or is it separate? uh it, it baked into it okay because you got somewhat separate because like you pay different two bills to mm. econ i'll ask my uh ben i'll have to ask my advisor who manages my my money <laughs> my father yeah uh but i'll ask him about that um because I don't, I don't remember the patriarch <laughs> yeah the patriarch but yeah man it's, it's, this year's looking very interesting yeah uh I mean, because, like, what? For UConn, they said they are going to ship everyone back to home 
Mm-hmm. Like, you need to get everything out of the rooms by November. Right. Wow. Because, like, after Thanksgiving break, you don't come back, which is fine, because, like, you only get the one week, and then you it's already finals. Yeah. So, it's like, who cares if you, if you don't go back? Right. So, it's like, yeah. But, other than that, um, I've been working with a 3D, 3D woman blender to, like, do the opening shot and stuff, and Christ, getting stuff out and rendering stuff out from Blender is a pain in the ass. Oh, jeez, I bet. Because it's one thing to do 2D animation inside inside of uh, Clip Studio, right? Mm-hmm. But with Blender, it's like you can have multiple cameras going at each time, and then you, just, you need to outsource it properly. Where it's like you put the output here, here, and here, and it's just like too much to remember. And like right. to have these folders and folders of information is just way too much of like to do Way anything. too much to track and keep it. Nip- I know. It's oh. just like I really just should have like one main folder for everything, which I do. Right. But... It's just getting a lot of like image sequences because that's what we have to work with and with when we combine two D and three D image sequences. You got to put that back plate and mid plate and front plate together, you know. Right. So we com- com- composite thing. I got you. Just keep it all organization organized. Yeah, but it's, it's looking shaping up good. Um, I just need to do a little bit more um interior three D. Right. Because we because I finished the majority of the outside stuff, like the ex- exterior garden and like main church area uh-huh but i need to finish like at the main like living room area and then the side rooms in the office on the end so good stuff don't forget the bathrooms <laughs> yeah the bathrooms um, shower stalls yeah exactly everyone loves baths everyone in anime loves watching people bathe for some reason i know it's a weird mm-hmm. weird thing i mean I, but like they all have like i actually did go to a um japanese bathhouse and Japan. It was nice. Oh. Yeah. I think that's the thing that they don't really care because like it's so common to just go to the bathhouse. Oh, uh, okay. Or here it's more like private. Yeah. Mm. If I was there, they'd be like, oh my God, who is this? Who's hair- white kid? Who's this hairy blue eyed man? Yeah. What's going on here? They probably wouldn't freak out as much, but they probably would just keep an eye on you. Really? No yeah. Thing. It was like with me when I went to Japan, right? Because before I, I saw. Before I saw the Dragon Ball movie inside Japan, mm-hmm. I got fried chicken and uh, Strong Zero, which is like, it tastes like wine, but it's, it's, like, it's, it's like a beer. It's a beer, but it doesn't, t- it doesn't taste like beer, though. Huh. It's it's a wine because of the alcohol content. It's more akin to like vodka, which is flavorful, and like wine, you know? It's, wow. it, it's very sweet. It's not like bitter or anything like that. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. I don't think they sell it in the States because of, of the import stuff, but I'll look out for it. I just had a cocktail last night. I mean, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're 21, though, so. Yeah, it works for me. Yeah. So exciting. Just explore the beauty of alcohol for once. But then I'm like, eh. I really do think that beer is like coffee, where the more you drink it, the more yeah. you, you get a tone and akin to the taste of it. Right. Because, like, when I started, like, tasting, like, alcohol, like, with wine and stuff, like, this tastes really bitter and sour. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to drink this when I'm older. But I think it's really, you gotta, you gotta drink it a lot to like get the taste yeah. of it. Yeah, what you know? need is like one solid night of just slowly drinking a bit of beer. Like the, be- the best thing you could do with beer is have food with it. Yeah. Because then it just, you know, hides the taste. And you just like, and you feel, I don't know, it just gets easier. Yeah. Like you said, it's just. Especially with me, because I don't have that enzyme to digest the uh, alcohol. That's why I get the Asian glow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get a little. Um... Red. Yeah. Well, I get a little red. I get um, mainly just. I get it's better now, but I used to get like a little buzzed quick. Yeah. But after a while, you're... your tolerance goes up. Tolerance goes up because it is a drug. I'll it, say this: alcohol is, is a drug. Absolutely a drug. 
Yeah, so anytime you're, um, you drink it, your tolerance goes up, but you gotta keep at it. Yeah. Also, uh... And not develop alcoholism, but you gotta keep at it enough to, like, kind of develop the tolerance, you Yeah, know? I'd say, like, it's not... I'll say this, you don't need to drink to, you know, be social or anything like yeah. that. It's not a problem. But it, uh, you know, I mean, it, it helps to connect with other people. Yeah, I'll say this, you have one drink, you're fine. Yeah, that's totally fine. I just do it slowly. You yeah. don't have to drink fast. Like you I don't need to chug it. I I drank fast the first time because I was nervous, uh, just to kind of prove like, oh yeah, look at me go. But then yeah. I'm like, you don't uh, feel quite good afterwards. No, and then I after like two others, I'm like, oh, this is going pretty quick. Yeah. Feeling it. It's like some parts of the area absorb things much faster. And that's why, like, some people like snort vodka because like, inside your nasal cavity it'll absorb faster apparently Ew. which is like uh, <laughs> i don't really think you should be doing that but okay <laughs> certainly a choice yeah not one i would make no but, yeah other than that besides the 3d work um we should be doing more character design stuff we should because, like, we've got, because, like, I think we've gotten the hairstyles and, like, faces down. Yeah. It's just we need to get, like, the body and, like, poses and combat stuff done. Because the hardest part of, like, designing a character is probably the outfit, I would say. Yeah. Because body type, moves. faces, and hair, that's all, that's fine. But to get the, get, like, the proper equipment slash, like, design for it and yeah. like put their research into it like that's the harder part i would say yeah no for sure because you have to see how it moves like what texture is the clothing yeah what material you're using and how does it fold usually yeah, when you like, sit little, up lie down are there any little trinkets or um yeah because if you wear loose, loose clothing it's gonna have a lot of folds and creases yeah. and like if you wear very tight clothing it's gonna be very flat yeah, exactly sort of like soul soul later where it's like you'll see characters well credit to work credits to like whenever i see um creators like change up the clothing people wear like in one piece or uh, soul leader i'm always like that's some that's that's really yeah. attention to detail because it, that's i know how much of a pain in the ass that is i'm sure i'll say this too though when anime characters change like outfits and stuff you know it's like a, it's a different part of the arc right yeah exactly with, um current arc in one piece right luffy has his normal like red and like jean shorts or whatever yeah but he has a nice like kind of like captain sort of like black cape now i love that which i like because like it's more a team with um roger yeah too. And shanks roger and all that like they're finally starting to become, a, up. become an actual captain which is like really neat i'm really sad that there's no new chapters today yeah it's like, i also heard that the final arc's coming in apparently after this one wouldn't be surprised I mean, I was I was a little shocked. I was like, oh, okay. But I guess in the long run, what we have left, we have like the world government and then Blackbeard. You know, it's yeah. like that. That's fair. And if you want to do it all at once, just bang it out. If Fine. I'm, I'm, we're looking everyone at like gets, a, everyone gets to Raftal because we know like um, what you call it, Cody and like everyone else in Drake is like a secret spy or whatever. Yeah. It's like, so, so my theory is for the end of Wano arc. Uh, Momoshke gets put into power, blah, blah, blah. They finish up, happy ending. Um, and then, whatchamacallit, Kaido's daughter joins the crew because she wants yeah. to be like Odin. And the point about Odin was like, oh, he went out to the journey in the sea and he wanted to open up Wano. And I think that from that decision right there, she'll join the crew. And then 
um, Momo would Momosuke would is gonna open up Wano. Yeah. But then that's gonna screw him over with the world government and stuff because he's young. Right. But like the world government will take advantage of that. Yeah, and then Luffy will come in. Yeah. It's like this next arc will probably be like two hundred chapters. It oh will, yeah. It will be super long. You know, Oda is just gonna be. I would like, say this. You thought this. Then was the last arc will probably last around. Yeah. Hundred odd chapters. Yeah, I, just, I, just at the rate he's going, I would say hundred plus. All the plot, all the, uh, all the t- like hanging plot threads that need to be taken care of, he's got to tie those up. Yeah. Every single character, like everybody, has to show up at some point. Get a side mention. Like everyone's gonna expect that, and it's just like, fuck, you know, it's gonna take a long time, and it's not going to be easy. But I'm expecting some fun some heartbreak god it'll be so cool but i don't know but i hope yamato comes along on the crew that would be awesome yeah just imagine the one piece is actually just a giant map of the entire world and like all the little nooks and crannies and like it is it is treasure though because they did say it is only oda did say it's treasure so my theory is that there there is a treasure map inside the one at that raftel, which is the ultimate weapon, because mm. if you can literally like know the entire world, the world is your weapon, yeah. and like that's what I think it might be, because then at that point it's like, oh, this map has the place of the all blue, it has like blah 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 that kind of stuff. That's okay. So I think it's that plus the all blue and. One piece is like, and the hidden civilization that was the dark. Yeah. So the so you think that it's gonna be the all the where Raftail or Laughtail is exactly. it's gonna be where the, the all blue is. Yes, cause which it, be interesting. Yes, because then it's like you have that ancient civilization plus like they had this like it's like pretty much everything what everyone wants. It's like where your dreams and then like for the One Piece itself. <sighs> um. I don't know. I mean, I well, I know for one thing, it's a lot of treasure because that's it's what a Nami, weapon. It's because let's well, let's talk about like all the characters want. Nami wants treasure and knowledge, so it'll be the map and an actual like giant treasure. Yeah. Usopp wants to be a warrior of the sea. Which, he just a journey. That's it. Yeah, it's a journey. So he's Luffy got, wants to treasure and be king of the pirates, and by Luffy, gaining the One Piece, he yeah, will. Zoro wants to be the strongest swordsman, which he will defeat by the end of the story. Sorry, he'll, he'll defeat have, Mihawk. Um, Sanji wants so, to find out blue. It's probably there. Chopper will probably find some medicine or, like, something, like, knowledge. recipe, some yeah. knowledge. Frankie like, wants, like, I guess, well... The journey, yeah, to see the end of the journey. Yeah, and, like, discover more technology. Yeah. Um, Robin wants just to know the secret. Yeah. So the, that's where the ancient civilization will be, and that's yeah. her thing wrapped up. Brooks is just... Oh, he wants to see Laboon. Yeah, so, so that'll, after that, that'll, come, at the, that'll come at the, sort of the end. Um, and uh, Jimbei is... He'll, he's there for Luffy. He's there for Luffy. Yeah, he's really he's really more of like just a wandering. He's a knight of the sea, and Luffy's he, gonna be king of the pirates. Exactly. That's perfect. That's the perfect way to sum it up. Um, and then Yamato's just for Odin. He's just exploring. Yeah. And so that's fine. I'm all cool with all of that. So yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna be pretty much all their dreams of like like pretty much how they all set it up. Um, and, but One Piece itself, it would have to either be, like, knowledge or... Power. Some kind of joke. Because, like, you remember, like, they said that they laughed when they saw it. So it, like, has to be something, kind of, like, maybe it's just, like, one coin or something. I don't know. Because, so, like, when you're faced with that, you do all that hard work and it's just something, like, 
totally useless. It's like you kind of laugh. Yeah. You're like, oh my god. So it might be something pointless, or it could be something meaningful. You know, I have no idea. But that's Depends. why I love One Piece. It's like yeah. you never know. You never know. Perfect anime ending would be everyone accomplishes their dreams, then uh, we are starts playing at the end. Yeah, I'd love that. Do I think Luffy's going to die at the end? No. No. Well, no. A lot of a lot of jump series don't kill off the characters at the end, so I wouldn't. I think a lot of people would be pissed off if he did die at the end. Yeah. So I'm going to say no to that. I think there needs to be a bit of time before if he dies. Yeah. Because that would be, that would just be unsatisfying if like he beca just becomes it just then and then dies. Like, come on. Because usually at the end of like long running series, you'll have like this like epilogue chapter. Yeah. They always, yeah. And that's what they'll probably be doing. It's going to be like a three part epilogue chapter. It yeah. Ne it needs to be for Or all even that. there's like a large like chapter overall maybe put in the monthly issue or something yeah that's i'd be fine with that because like there's just so many characters in this series that have all these different things going on that you just need to explain and there's yeah. no way you can't um but fire force though honestly <sighs> the moon the moon the moon dude i um Ah, that's you know what that's the next you know what? I'm gonna decide I'm gonna reread it from the start and go back and catch up because it's just I remember like what's yeah. happening in the plot right now is just bananas. It is bananas. So because like what Benny Mario and his and the old master like fight off. Yeah, man. And then and like the and then Benny Mario just like completely does his like like fire sword technique and then just obliterates them and then. Just from like the spy standards, we see like oh the waves the the sound of the waves are changing to like this very like um the way uh what's what's that painting called the wave over Kan Kanagawa yeah that picture they look it kind of looks like that and like the moon turns to the salt leader moon where it's like the cartoony ass like crescent uh, moon with uh, the moon yeah the I'm best. really interested how it will t it'll play inside of that maybe Adola is the solid world dude i'd blow my fucking mind i i would be like what the yeah. fuck but it would kind of make sense because we're still in like we technically are they technically both worlds do exist on earth yeah so but you know i have no idea how this is gonna go um speaking of series i told you before but I finished blue. I finished reading Catching Up to Blue Exorcist, yeah. and then I'm on, now I'm on the Black Clover, and I've read almost everything up. I've pretty. I think I'm all. I'm like a couple like 30, 40 chapters away from catching up fully, yeah. and I actually had more fun reading Black. And this, I'm, I know I'm gonna cause some stirring here, but I actually had more fun reading Black Clover in the beginning than I did. Um, Blue Exorcist. No, Blue Exorcist overall. in the beginning is just complete drama. It, it's, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of heavy story plot points and drama. While like Black Clover is like, all right, I want to go from here to this point and then yeah, accomplish my dream. That's more easier to digest. Yeah, it absolutely is, and it just goes, dude. It just yeah. fucking goes. Unlike Every the arc. anime, <laughs> <laughs> which completely breaks like the mm. first um the first three episodes. Like the first three episodes are like, oh, Asa gets his tome right. But then the second episode is like recap of the first one, and then there's this it's... really long part of like them walking to like the main city. I'm like, uh, yeah, maybe not do yeah, that. No, yeah, no, it just like it loses the, the well, it just lost track of what it was because like the the manga just 
goes, bro. It just yeah. every arc is just yo. Let's fucking do this. Let's go. And like my favorite arc, probably the Water Temple arc. Mm. Dude, I you weren't you wouldn't expect it, but like that was a really intense fight, and that was really well done because it's just like out of nowhere, one of the big top three guys just shows up. He's like, "Yo, want to go? What's up? <laughs> Can I play too?" And you're like, "Oh shit." So it's just like they became this really intense fight with actual consequences because yeah. Asta got fucked up later on. I also think that it's kind of funny that we're seeing like sort of the B crew, you know? Mm. Yeah. It's like in actuality, inside a shonen genre, I would say, you would want to follow his best friend. Yeah. Who's like the chosen one. But we're stuck with this character, so what do we do from here? Right. And like the rival character doesn't get as much spotlight like Sasuke or something like that. Instead, we're just like, no, just focus on Asta. And they're and, and thankfully, like I actually like this. They're not. They weren't even in the same squad. They're like totally like. Yeah. You know is super ten times far off. better than Asta in every single way. Dude, he is. He absolutely is. But Asta's like. I have heart. Yeah, and he also is like he's a lot less annoying in the manga. He's actually smart. Like he's not. He's, oh, he's very smart about like how he acts and stuff. But until the anime, he just kind of seems like very stupid. Yeah, and like that's what kind of annoys me. But also, it's like, the thing I didn't like about Rin, for the most part, is that he just, like, could not get it together. He yeah. could not just, like, be like, okay, let's just do this. And he's just like, no, I gotta deal with the fact that he's like, oh, I'm just like, no, well, I'll say this. shut the fuck The anime up. pacing <laughs> is awful. The manga pacing is on point yeah. most of the time. And um, the thing that I, I dislike is that if you're going to kill off a character, right? Right. Don't give me the shout, like, oh... He has a disability slash he has like some sort of family because that's just the lowest key point of like yeah. how to like do how to kill off someone and make him care for uh, make a person care for some character because we did that recently inside of um the whatever that show was the Korean one oh uh got high school that's what it was oh yeah we cut off the announcer character and it was like. Right before he dies, you see, oh, he has a family. He he's literally blind. He wears his shades for coolness. What the fuck? I'm just like, yeah, that's kind of weak sauce writing right there. But I feel like you're trying to set up set up like something bigger. So it's like it's okay. Yeah, it it works to some degree. Yeah, depends. Um, I also, well, I just like, well, I kind of, I you know, it's interesting. Like the arc that I just finished reading. Uh, for Black Clover, back when I read it before, yeah, I was like, oh man, this is so cool. It's such a hype moment. It's so great. Now looking back, now reading this again, re- looking back, I'm like, this arc's kind of a mess. <laughs> like, to be honest, the the whole like elf thing where everyone, cha- no, spoiler, everyone yeah. changes into like a bad guy. Great idea in paper, but... It's just weird. It's just the ending goes weird because a demon shows up and if this was done like a little slower and was built up into a little bit more, I'd be totally on board with it. Because it segues yeah. really well into the other stuff, but it just, like, oh, it just shows up. And yeah, like, and it's like, what? oh, I'm the master behind all this stuff. I was like, okay, that's fair, but... And then the first Magic Knight Emperor shows up. Yeah. I'm like, what? My question was, like, okay, you did all this sort of, like, um, build up to, like, the elves and stuff, but, like, how did they really return? <laughs> like, what, and, like, what is the connection between each everyone who got possessed and, like, the elves, like, there's what? not really much there to, like, do. Yeah. 
It's like, uh, you can't really say, like, oh, they're, like, long, long descendants. Like, then no. Then, like, then wouldn't the Is related like people the... be two? Right. It's like, are they reincarnated? Was that the idea? Maybe it's like they have the same body. And then, they, oh. and then like, at one point, they just clone, like, the big three guys. Like, they have this, like, oh, we gave you a, a, a second body or something like yeah, that. I'm like, why didn't you do that with everyone else, though? Yeah. Why didn't you give a body? Yeah, it's like, why would you even bother doing that? Or is it just because, like, you want to just... I mean, it's cool, like, to have, like, these dependable allies who are really strong turn against you and then you have to use like the b squad or the c squad even yeah. and you're like oh shit okay we got to use this mat mishmash of characters ah oh, great you guys again yeah but then henry's like the og bet one of the like one of the yeah most like put the team on the back literally sort of characters that i love um, i like the mirror guy the mirror, mirror guy's cool. gaoshi's cool like gaoshi's a cool guy i like his <laughs> like he's a sister complex it's very funny it's, for, it's funny um what's other character the little one charmy oh charmy's <laughs> great oh with my the whole entire just like my ability is to cook my ability is to cook and it's an op ability when oh you yeah think about it it actually is really good it's dumb good she's like fucking i found out she's like half dwarf and, yeah like, she's she half dwarf transform. and like it's so weird like how they pull this, sh this stuff out of their ass like story-wise yeah it's like were you really saying this up or is this just something that completely ha came up team to mind like when your editor talked to you he's like hey hey you should do something with this character <laughs> and it's like literally this all happens in that one arc the elf arc the elfian rank everything before that was just like pretty sample explanatory it's like okay this is going fine yeah people are looking for these like crystal balls and like yeah. just, they fit into this little the mechanism little, little MacGuffins that like okay we can't let them have this it's fine and then they do get it and it's like okay what do they do and all your allies are bad guys okay it's bad oh the magic emperor is dead okay that's yeah, that's cool. really bad but time travel and then all of a sudden it's like oh but this was actually just in they're pulling a naruto here where every it's not that they aren't the real bad guys yeah. it's someone who's playing them the entire time i i don't like that plot unless it's built up i don't like yeah because like with with like the akatsuki and stuff they were all being played by madra and um obito yeah because that makes more sense in the long run because like these people are is a terrorist organization slash rogue ninjas right but in reality, they were played by that one lady, who I don't remember her name, who was like the epitome of ninja jitsu. I don't know. What Which one? The blue-haired one? The one with pain? The, the, or? Final, the final boss. The, the final, final one. The lady uh, who shows up after Madara gets defeated in the manga. Oh, uh, Kaguya, the um, the person who gave everyone ninjutsu or whatever it's called. Yeah, it's like you fighting God, all right? And like, well, like that kind of like fits the whole bigger setup with Boruto though, because like, dude, okay, I'll say this: the Boruto anime is shit. Is Pacing it... sucks. Oh Pacing God. absolute sucks. Oh, I but bet. the manga though, it's actually really, really good. Really? Which is a real shame because it could do so much. But like, I should read that. I'll read that. One read the Boruto manga because it's free on the Shonen Jump stuff. So Perfect. it's like, okay read that i would definitely say you would find it really interesting because right now it's like what the fuck's going on someone has a clone that came back and i was like what excuse me <laughs> but it was so cool i was just like oh my god what how is this even possible yeah um and then yeah dude that's that actually sounds fucking sweet i gotta check that out but in terms of black clover um it's kind of losing it a little bit for me because they're starting to jump all over the place time skips yeah dude the time skip pissed me off i was like there's no reason you should have a time skip here absolutely none yeah time skip's supposed to be for when there's been a big moment a big like changing event in the story where these characters are met with a 
obstacle that they cannot break. They cannot go through. Next thing you know, they're going to pull, like, a chrono trigger and go back in time to, like, <sighs> defeat the main bad guy or whatever. Please don't. Because I, I, I really feel like with the, what you call it, that other, the, um, the current Wizard King's power is just, like... Because he basically just came back and, like, yeah, like, oh, I have a younger body here. And it's like, okay. Come back to life, time baby. Time travel. Okay, yeah, sure. So, like, I really think they're going to, like, do some sort of time travel shenanigans. and Yeah, I actually Maybe love... that's how they... Because, like, they find out how you know, like, is related to, like, the, the, the royalty. Current... Yeah. Ro- is royalty. And they're, he was abandoned by um, his, like, protector. And yeah. And also just so happened to be there, which kind of sucks, but, like... Oh, I actually kind of like that Asta's just, like, a random guy. Yeah. I, I appreciate that, that, like, they don't give him any special, like, legendary backstory. Yeah, legendary power or anything like that. I like that a lot, because it just makes him more human. It's like, that's great. The fact that he doesn't, he can't do anything. Yeah, because when you really think about it, the whole shonen setup, like, oh, the evil people killed my family. I need to get stronger to, like, defeat them. Right. And it's just like, yeah. No, it's... this guy's from the bottom of the barrel. He That's why, I like, uh, History Stronger Disciple Kenshin so much, because the guy yeah, had no... Tech, like, he had nothing special about him at all. He's a fucking loser, yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking loser. Like, they all are. And it's so great, because it's just like, they, no, this is the bottom of the bottom. And if I can do it, you can fucking do it. You know, it's like, that's a great that's a great theme to go with. That was a good show. I remember that fondly. Yeah. A lot of, lot of risky shit, though. <laughs> yeah, no, like, that was, like, it's very, like, comedy for what it's worth in the end of, of the high-end action. Ending was weird. Very strange. Very kind of Manga rushed. or anime? Manga. Okay. Anime ran up pretty well. The manga, it was like, just kind of like, strange. It was just like, let's just fucking do it. Just finish it now. I'm like, alright. Yeah. The anime is just like, yeah, the two get married. So what? Done. Yeah. They do show that in the manga, though. Like, they have, like, they show that they get married and have a kid. Yeah. Which is like, that's nice. Yeah. Eventually. Like, like they could have done more, obviously. Yeah. But then, like, no, let's make a spy series. I'm like, alright. Yep. <laughs> which looks weird and i'm like compared to spike's family and like uh tetsuya or whatever it's called but... um the tetsuya family one yeah uh, the yozuka yeah yeah that one the one with taisho and taisho yeah yeah man those are good those are fun i i think out of all of them though spike's family is probably the best of them because it just nails the concept the, the, the concept best. really well yeah i really think one of those are gonna get the anime in 2021 i really hope so i hope spike's family does because um, that's just a solid art style and it's a cause solid like what you still have comedy. my hero that's being animated but after because like dragon ball is completely mm-hmm. animation wise yeah um and one piece is going so you have like one piece you also have Jujutsu Kaisen uh, coming. Jujutsu Kaisen. Well, that's, that's, that's not Toei. That's Toho. Toho. Oh. So that's different because Toei does One Piece and Dragon Ball. Right. And Dragon so like, Kaput. Yeah, so it's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, what are they going to do? Um, And like even... See, it's like Studio Bones and like Toho do My Hero too. So like they split the IPs pretty evenly between multiple studios. Right. But like I really think for these ones, they'll probably go with like... Toei or Toei, I think, because like, it's really simple to do. Yeah. I feel like they ever do any more animation for Dragon Ball, it's just going to be movies, movies from now on. There's no I way. really hope it's just movies from yeah, this point on. I absolutely agree. It's like, they they really... They really the, like... the manga deviated so far from like, the actual <laughs> story that it doesn't even coincide anymore. No, so it it's like, not. you might as well either, one, start off from Broly, and then say, like, hey... More whatever is more Morio Morin Mori Morio yeah Morio is like 
this new bad guy afterwards. But you kind of already screw up the point of like, yeah, Goku already sort of mastered Ultra Instinct. Kind of. He got a grasp of it. He got a grasp of it, pretty much. I guess you do more with that, but I would say just kind of the same form. They do oh. so much with Vegeta in this new arc. Oh, though. yeah, they do a lot with Vegeta. They teach him instant teleportation. Dude, and he doesn't use it anymore. He's like, nah, I'm No, nah, I'm just done. I just Fuck learned you. it to, to just be on your level, Kakarot. And then I learned this new ability, which, by the way actually kind of op because you yeah, can beat right? fusions you can now. Beat fusion i'm like what the fuck you can just beat fusions okay that's pretty cool power but, level is just soaring yeah or, i would say this power level is one thing but usefulness is another yeah it's like having more techniques than now is great and i hope he goes back to the planet just to learn more shit because if he has can go giant vegeta or clone himself like multiple times he'd be unstoppable yeah i mean come on but you know i don't like mario uh, mario though he's boring it's boring he had a transformation just like okay he just he's basically sell 2.0 who cares it's the problem that's the problem is that like with frieza he set the standard like every villain after him has to have multiple transformations has yeah. to prove that they're like more cocky than the the main heroes are but cell had somewhat of a personality but yeah. Boo was just not Boo was just like an anger yeah I think at that point, I was just like, yeah, I'm just kind of done writing this. So it's like, yeah, I definitely feel that. I know that uh, he, uh, Toriyama was just like, dude, Cell Saga, or Frieza Saga was supposed to be the end. But it's whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Just keep it going for the money for a bit. And then yeah. look at him now. He's probably wafting inside thousands and thousands of yen. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the man is uh, the, one of the most richest men on earth at this point. I don't know. Well. I wouldn't say that. I'd probably say he gets shafted by shonen jump mostly probably because a lot of times with the anime industry like they don't make a lot of money just from being the animators they make more money from merchandise and like blu-ray sales rather than like tv production mm. so it is an investment to like produce a television show right right so it's like what i would say two hundred thousand american do dollars so like two thousand two hundred thousand usd right right to produce one episode so if you have like a if you have like 12 episodes, that's over a million dollars right there. And you got to make that back quick. Right. And like investors, producers, blah, blah, blah. What you want to do is make sure they get their money back plus some. And that's the hard part. The plus some's the hard part. That's why yeah. Blu-rays are mad expensive. Because like I remember going online and seeing like Dragon Ball Blu-rays for like 50 bucks. I'm like, Ooh. that's way too much for only four episodes. I'm like. That's, and the amount of space they take up too, it's just like so much. It's just a pain. And like the marketing standards are just like weird. And it's like, like it makes sense for like what you want to do, but overall it's just a really shitty practice. Oh yeah, absolutely. It just doesn't it's not worth the risk. Yeah, know? exactly. It's also one of the things like animation is very simply soap unless it's like a really excited like IP, you know? Yeah. Because like everyone likes Dragon Ball, One Piece, but there's always a market for that. But it's it's not something new, right? Like Decadence, which is I think it was definitely original. Mm -hmm. yeah it's very hard for someone to like put money forth on if that it, people don't like new people. yeah and that's a it's a that's a justification like yeah it may not be what you currently like but it doesn't mean that you can't like it for what it can be right which is like one of the things like i definitely try to go and like watch it and just like okay i definitely probably know the budget they spent on this and the whole entire like aspect of like working I'm just like, yeah, this is probably where they cut money from, and this is why it doesn't look that good. Because that's what it all boils down to is money. Because, like, in the end, you're going to have, like, what, probably five keyframers and, like, 20 other in-betweeners to do the work. 
And then you probably have like five colorists doing multiple pieces at a time and like your background artists, that kind of stuff. So like there's money being thrown around everywhere and it's hard to control where that money goes. Right. So. Yeah, it's a pain. Maybe we should open a Kickstarter for our project. And <laughs> like, hey, if you donate, you'll get your name in the credits as a as a backer. As a Patreon. As a Patreon. Hey. As a patron. Is it Patreon or patron? Uh, patron. Okay. Pull out the website though. Patreon is the name of okay. it. Okay. But patron is is the, is the person who puts forth some money. Yeah. Yeah, but like I th- I do think Patreon and the Kickstarter are good ways to crowdsource. Right. But it comes to the fact like Kickstarter if you do a Kickstarter, right, you're not legally required to carry on your promises, right? So you can just literally take the money and run with it. So that's kind of the shitty part about these things where it's like even though you crowdsource money, right? If you don't come out with a good product, like People, People are, are going to be, be mad about yeah. where the money went and stuff. Yeah, and they want their, their money back. It's know. also one of those things where it's like, yeah, because like that Simon Cat thing or whatever, he asked for like what, I guess, thirty thousand USD for one cartoon. I'm like, that's way too much for what you're producing, even if it's a single man, like somewhat single man team. I would say, I would say, ten grand at max, because like it's just you, and ten grand will carry like, for say like three thousand dollars rent. So. So that's that's only like you have seven thousand dollars left left for food, utensils, and payment if you need to bring other people onto the onto the thing. So if you budget yourself correctly, it's one of those things where you definitely need to make sure you know what to do when you budget things. Right. And investments in the long run. That's why we upgraded our microphone setups because like it is an investment. Yeah. It's a good three hundred dollar investment to kind of like have this instead of the shitty blue yeti mic, which is just like you know. Right. Not always help. the best quality in the end. Exactly. So. Which, yeah. now we're living. Yeah. You know? now Did you hear it. that the creators left the, uh, Avatar left the live action Netflix production? Really? Yeah. Wow. People were mad Wait, salty a- about that. Av- At Netflix. Avatar, which one are we talking about? Uh, Av- Last Airbender. Oh, okay. Yeah, the creators exited the project because they're having creative differences with Netflix. Wow. Which is which is gonna happen. And that's that's justifiable, like, hey, they didn't want to honor our vision and we left the project. That's fine. I have no problem with that. My problem is with Netflix being so confrontational with like the actual creators of the show and them yeah. saying, No, we want this instead. Cause it's like one thing where it's like the death note, right? Yeah, a live action Death Note series for, for or movie with Netflix. No one cared about L. He was black. No one cared about that. They cared that he put out guns and just like his character overall. Because yeah. like he, that's not the type of character L is. He's very he's thinking. He's not very action oriented in the sense of like oh I'm just gonna pull out guns here and there. It's no. It's like I'm gonna wait and play the game. So oh, like yeah. come mean, to win to win it. And that's that's what I really think. Netflix should do better of is like actually getting people who know these certain characters to do the correct, correct things. It's like, I'll say this adaptations are hard to make, but this doesn't mean that you should follow the book one to one. No, you should take some creative liberties inside sets, character designs, and that kind of stuff. Where it comes to like story wise, you should sort of follow that one to one. You need to follow it to a day. Yeah, because that's how like you see character growth. You might you need you could cook some some stuff here and there, but overall you need to follow the arcs correctly in order to pull it off. What a good adaptation can do is take certain themes or ideas from the original that weren't really explored, and ex- you can explore them on that other end. Yeah. Essentially, it's like oh, say if character A and B in the original, like 
only mm. had like three conversations together yeah. but you want to see more of that yeah and then you could elaborate on that like for instance like say if like character b was the father of character a but they never really addressed it well this yeah. one they they could go into it or something they like could that. be off the bat like hey dad you could be the the beginning problem like yeah their father and son just state that right there right maybe. so it makes more sense yeah but the other thing too is like why not just make a tv show and make it more episodic you know yeah exactly so you know it all comes down to what you want but yeah it's it you know, i'm not a big fan of live action adaptations because people just don't get it plus like in animation you could do a lot more you do a lot more for what you what it's worth exactly you get so, a lot more talented people to do certain things plus you know there's a lot of times inside live action films it comes down to the vfx artists the director yeah. and cinematographer and That's the acting is one thing, but the but the acting comes from the actor, but it's also directions from the director, obviously. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like you obviously need to get a good director and a good cinematographer, and obviously good producers to like help people want money into this project. People want to act good. They want to do a good job, but they need direction on where they, they need, need to direction go. of like how it's supposed to sound, how it's supposed to like react. Exactly. Because a lot of times with the director, the director and the writers will meet beforehand before they cast anyone. Because a lot of times with acting, you need to cast the right person, and that comes down to looks, to voice, to heights, to sound. Like, it's all this many different factors coming into one thing. That's why casting is really hard for general acting. But when you get to voice acting, right, you have um, Lamar, who voices Hermes Conrad inside Futurama. He's, he's Samurai Jack. He does a it's lot so of voices. Good. It's one of those things where any person of color can voice a cartoon yeah. or anime. It's that thing where race is not a factor. Uh, and another thing, yeah, well, it just works. I mean, having that range is amazing. And being a voice actor nowadays, if you have range, you're set. I mean, it's so good. So many opportunities for what to do. But it's just it's kind of jarring when there's a live adaptation, especially for the old Avatar uh, yeah, movie. Yeah, when Sokka... And look, they look white. They're, they're white, white kids. They're white kids. They're, they're white kids, when, dude. They, when they're originally supposed to be, you know... Like uh, Eskimos. Eskimos. And it's <laughs> they, just like... They're supposed to be Eskies, dude. It's very jarring when you're just like, this kid's from, like, South L.A. When, like, you're supposed to be... I mean, they look they look brown, but they don't look, <laughs> like, like, Asianic. No. And I'm like, uh... <laughs> and, of course, Aang... Aang's fine, I guess. But this is weird. Aang was fine. He looked like a... He looked like a girl, though. That's my problem. Yeah. He looked too fem like female with like his sort of eyes, eyelashes, and like yeah. sets. That's another thing. It's like if you change character for diversity's sake, it's kind of jarring. And I don't like because if it's for a specific plot point and you just change the character based on that, like if there's themes of race or if there's themes of like. Uh, if there seems a race right it probably would be in there that yeah. one of the characters would be not white you know right but if it's like your character who was originally supposed to be a man or i don't know it, it just it when you change a character too much from the original idea then that's not the character it's a totally different person so it's it can be yeah can kind of be detriment to the story and actors also always bring other baggage too because like yeah scarlett jones right she does she does Black Widow. She was um, the Ghost in a Shell. She was Lucy, and it's like those are very typecasted like roles. They're very dark, brooding government official, like right or badass woman. It's one of those things where it's like these always carry like some sort of like um, aspect with them as actors. 
Because Ryan Gosling is a very pretty, like, he's a, it's a pretty boy, basically. Yeah. I don't think he can sing, because that's, that's when I watched, um, what you call it? That the one, voice? The, no, the one in L.A. The, with um, Dancing Emma with Stone. Stone. Oh. Um, um, La La Land. Oh, La La I don't, I don't think any of them could really sing properly. And I really think they should have gotten people who could sing, but that's all yeah, like that's all People wouldn't of... probably see it if Ryan Gosling yeah. or Emma Stone weren't in it. Name so. of actor and movie. Yeah. yeah. Which you suck. gotta take your kind of choices here and there. It's like, I don't know. It, it's a pain. Because nowadays it's just like, especially like in... Um, animated movies instead of having like genuinely good voice actors or people who can uh, oh it's so like pointing towards your face gotcha sorry about that um instead of having actors like just like hollywood actors like uh doing the voices they should have people who can do good range yeah. i feel like or great like express it it's also one thing too in production where you want to get actors that can have range so they could sort of voice different characters too mm. Because a lot of times in Japanese productions, right, um, Deku and Miss Midnight have the same voice actress. No kidding. Yeah. Or I didn't even realize that. I think. No. No, they don't. Um, I don't know where I saw that, but I think that's a lie. Don't fact check me on that one because I know it's bad. Um, they have... I'm getting it here, folks. Yeah, they have similar... Um, what you call it? Um, someone has, they, multiple people have different roles inside the show. That's why you hear so many people over and over again. Right. Um, but yeah, so you really want to like sort of be, be that person who could do range, like from the sort of high pit, like high pitched voices like this or sort of, and then go to your range like, oh, I could do brooding voices like this and talking like a very normal esque tone. Accents is another thing too, where it's like, oh, just put a little beer in the esky, will ya? Yeah, it's like... Yeah. Actually, I really talk a little bit like that. Anyways. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing, God? Yeah. Now, how you been? Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, the more range you have as an actor, the better you'll do. Because what people look for, especially with like student films and stuff, is like your range. Not just your body type or like your flexibility with stuff. It's your range of voice and how well you can act up emotions, right? It's your range of emotions that you yes. show on stage. Because no one wants to see a bland-ass motherfucker on stage. People want... Well, for one thing, it's about communication and what you're trying to tell the audience. Uh, a lot of uh, animation uh, was based off of silent films. And yeah. characters who couldn't speak because they well, you know, didn't have the technology back then would do it through physical action and like you know, being able to yeah, show body like, movement yeah, that's what, they, what they want. Deadpool is like, if you rip out the sound, it's still very... You still yeah, get you what's could going tell, on. You could tell he's a jackass, but it's just like... Um, so that's why it's important to, oh my God, I'm losing track of my thought, um, be able to communicate what you want. And that's why animation is so good at that because we do very big expressions and it's sounds. Exaggerated. And it's, it's all exaggerated. And that's the point. Because like, if you don't, if you just have a guy standing around and he's just talking in a very calm voice and doesn't know what to do. And he's supposed to be like, yeah, he's supposed to be like bastic, expressive explosive you know yeah so that's one thing i did read by the bbc is like there's some article on there it's like oh why do autistic children like like anime more or like draw anime more it's because they're more expressive yep it's because they can show emotion because like with actors it's very subtle like how they express some emotions they're not like overly expressive like oh i'm like it could be like it could be like oh i'm just talking to a voice but i start breaking down right you right. can't really tell from a certain angle, like he's breaking down and crying. 
But with animation, though, you can tell that he, like, this character is breaking down mentally and physically, and he's not okay. Yeah. I mean, the point of live action is supposed to be subtlety, and the point of animation is supposed to be exaggeration. Yeah. I think that's the best way to sum it up. I mean, you can do both with either, uh, but it just requires certain techniques yeah. and a little bit of trickery. I'll say this, though. If you're doing subtle animation, do 3D, but if you just want to do exagger exaggeration, do 2D. Yeah. Because 3D is a lot easier with the physics engines you build yeah. and with the animation software currently we have right now. It's a lot easier to do that and do all the subtle stuff rather than like kind of do 2D with it. Because a lot of 2D is like you just like slowly moving frames here and there, which might not look that good. Right. No. It, it really, it's a lot easier. It's the easy road to take that way. And obviously, traditional animation, like especially in anime, like when they didn't use that, could do it through certain shots or just close ups of the character's face. But it requires a little finesse. Yeah. I always like how everything comes back to Disney and they're playing camera. Yeah. That's the only thing I like about Disney is that when it comes down to it, they were pretty much the innovators at the time for animation. Absolutely. And if like, I really do think like like once it hit the 80s, like all animation up to that where it was produced in a similar fashion where it's celluloids painted on and then you pretty at, once you hit like the 80s and 90s and stuff, it starts getting towards more digital where things are just placed in and like you don't yeah. have to like you lose the sort of like fuzz and shade uh background stuff of like certain things. Yeah. I mean Disney at the time really they really pushed the envelope. I mean the biggest thing that they contributed in my opinion was the inclusion of drama in animation because we had comedy already with like yeah. Felix the Cat and Felix the Cat and, and, and Mickey Mouse Mickey and Mouse, all that. Bubble the Clown. But with Snow White they, we were able to see drama, sadness, you know, sorrow. It was able to terror. tell, like, a decent story. Yeah, it was an actual story with ups and downs. Um, and, and being able to include that is just incredible. And it's, now it's able to show that we're actually able to take this to the next level. And it really just influenced everything going forward, which is awesome. And I'm super happy about that. And I'm glad they did that. Nowadays, that they're, you know, it's not as great as it used to be, obviously, with Disney. But, you know, I mean... They come back every once in a while, so it's fine. Yeah. I really think that with Disney and stuff, it's more of like the innovative technologies they produce rather than the factors of animation-wise. Yeah. Because like, like, since the planar camera they invented, nothing really changed afterwards until shit hit 3D when they bought up Pixar and that kind of stuff. They became more of a full-on company to an animation studio yeah because be they're they're managing like disneyland that kind of stuff they needed to manage different properties and stuff so it's like it's a, it, was, it was a hassle yeah. i'll say this managing things with the law is a hassle you know oh, absolutely. it's it's because like, you need lawyers on top of lawyers no. to review things contracts blah 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 and that's why like these the uh, animator strikes are so prevalent it's just the contracts and like the amount of work they were given was way too much for what it was worth and like even if they took away benefits, even because like and that's the thing is like if you take away benefits, right? Just like come on, like it's a you just pain in the ass. Yeah, you're just being uh, you're hindered to that point. Yeah, and I could I could see the argument of like two D animation losing money on one end, but that doesn't mean you should just like completely uproot everyone and say no, you gotta do this now. You know? Yeah, no, you're it's it's the artist's dream versus making money, and it's yeah. it's, it's tough. You gotta make suggestions like that a lot of times. 
and that's like going to be one of the biggest things you'll have to face as a professional is just what are the rules and how can I work around it? Yeah. In some cases that does help because you could just come up with a genius ideas. And this the, is the big new genre or whatever. Exactly. Sort of like on. noir where it's like you can't yeah. really show violence, yeah, but you can kind of show like, at it. yeah. Or was it the public enemy where the two, that was my favorite, like sort of noir, I yeah. guess, gangster films. Mm-hmm. Where they um, just show the shadow like hitting someone. Yeah, or... you see, you see, you know, you you see the knife, but you don't see the action. You yeah, know, you hear someone it screaming suspense. in the background. You're like, ah, arg, arg, <laughs> arg. I have been stabbed. Arg. Ah, this hurts. Ew. Yeah, but other than that, though, it's like okay, noir is one thing, but like, I really do think the whole genre of like teenage films, though, kind of sped up in like, the 2000s. Yeah, uh, yeah. and I. And I would say that there are a bunch of hit or miss ones. I would say Hunger Games were decent with the special effects. Yeah. And story wise, it was okay. But like Harry Potter and stuff were just like way better cinematography oh, wise. And yeah. just looking at these films, like in hindsight, you can definitely see what the market is for. It's like for these young adults slash teenagers. Yeah. I mean, what people like is just a crazy theme or a crazy idea that kind of yeah. like also has a bit of like real world logic added in. Yeah. So it's just like, how would this work? And with Harry Potter, they show you pretty in depth of how, like, same with Hunger Games, pretty in depth of how the world's world, structured, yeah, it's how, how it works. works. And like the, and that's why I say world building is key because if you're trying to make like an epic saga or whatever is that, you, you got to set it up first. You, you got to explain in, it in order to set like the platform. Like here's the bottom line of like how this is how it works. If I'm seeing an island float in the sky, I need to know why is it floating in the sky. Exactly. How did it get up there? And maybe the audience doesn't even know need to know yeah, that. But yeah, you yeah, as the author need to, to know because like a lot of problems I would say with Game of Thrones was. He did not, I don't think he knew, because, like, what, the way he writes, it's completely different from what we should be doing. He writes, like, like uh, straight ahead, as you would call it. Yeah. He writes straight ahead, which is, like, okay. But, like, for me, when I when I wrote the first couple chapters of New Age Exorcist, right, I had a plan. I was, like, okay. I even, because, like, I set up in the first chapter, too. I was, like, yeah, her grandfather's missing, and we got to get from point A to point B. But Perfect. when we get to point A, from but from point A to point B, there's a little bit here, point C, D's, and the F's over here. You right. know, where it's like you have to make sure that when you write, you need to have a game plan. Exactly. And then you can be like Stephen King, too, where it's like you just write so much stuff that you literally are throwing wet spaghetti at a wall to see if it sticks. Uh, yeah, sadly, yeah. Uh, that, those are thick novels. Um, I really think, because um, a lot of Stephen King novels get added adaptations but some of them are just real shit mm, the ending of it just it's just it to me great premise terrible ending didn't didn't make it doesn't doesn't work but yeah you know i it's just dumb but it's the movies are funny i guess it's fun yeah i mean like they're fun it's just whatever if you're into it that's great i'm not gonna bash you for that but uh but i do like the bloom house for horror films though yeah. those are pretty good actually those are pretty good Bloomhouse. Whenever I see that logo, I'm like, "Fuck!" You know, it's gonna be. You know, it's gonna be interesting. I wouldn't say it's gonna be great. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, definitely. The Conjuring always fucked me, or was fucked with me a little bit because like that had like pretty good suspense and like actually good shots and stuff. Like the whole scene with the mother at the top of the stairs, like who's yeah. there? And then just and you just hear the you hear the breath and the like goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see the uh, TikTok of like the guy walking down the hall and shutting up, and his son just like crawls like crawls behind him yeah, that's, and he, that's the funny part it's like oh they're doing the conjuring and like exorcist kind of stuff so uh, fucked i hate that i like the one of the scariest things in my mind is like if i'm down a hallway 
and I just see like a black silhouette coming running up towards me from the hallway. I'm like, oh fuck that! That's like a nightmare thing. Yeah. I'm just like I don't know what it is because that's the scary thing is the unknown. I'll say I'll say this though, a lot of horror films like premises just remind me of like night terrors and just like yeah. night the sleep paralysis. Because like yeah, sleep paralysis is weird. Yeah. Because like you're because like your brain thinks you're dreaming. That's when like you start like over exaggerating what you see, and like you have chairs and stuff inside your room. Dude, like and like I like, usually hang like my jacket and coat like over my chair. That shit behind you freaks me out every time I wake, go to bed, or wake up in the morning because right. I see it. And I'm like, is someone standing yeah. there? No, all right. <laughs> freaks me the fuck I know, out. It's, it's so creepy. But other than that, um, yeah, sleep paralysis isn't fun. It is not. I think if we're gonna talk about horror, it for me, I'm not much of a horror. Uh, now you know I'm not super knowledgeable about horror, but I know a bit. Um, I guess like the big, biggest thing I'd say if, if you want to do horror, probably do the fear of the unknown. Don't show your don't yeah. show your monster off in the first. Oh, five you know minutes. what? You know what? It was a game that um on Oni Plays they were playing. It's called Something Lives Underneath the Lighthouse. It's like it. It's basically it was. It's like taking the premise of the lighthouse. You know, like the lighthouse keeper going to the right. thing. But it's really interesting because, like, you don't see the monster until the very, very end, until you really uncover the entire mystery of, like, what's going on. And wow. that's what I think that's really cool in hunting. You don't really see that a lot because you're always at face value. You need to see that monster be scared for a lot of people. Yeah. But, like, I really think that good horror makes a person scared just by the suspense and not the payoff, you know? Exactly. Because the payoff is the monster and seeing the monster. This the the main thing though is the suspense that really should be getting to the audience. Jaws and Jurassic Park both have a great setup where it's deciding that the classics where it doesn't show the in the first scene doesn't show the shark for Jaws. Doesn't show the shark exactly. For the first couple killing for the first couple murders doesn't show the shark at all. You'll only, like, at most see the fin. Yeah. It only becomes at, like, the halfway or, like, 75% of the way in do you actually finally see the shark. And even then, after that, like, you don't see it for a lot of the time. Yeah. Only at the end where you're like, fuck, this thing's massive, and you're, like, gonna get killed. For yeah. Jurassic Park, it's like, okay, we've seen the herbivore monsters, and we see, like, how beautiful they look, and it's amazing, but... <laughs> Yeah, and you see the beauty of it, and we see the grand idea. It's like, this is amazing, but, but what about the T-Rex? Yeah. But what about, about the, the Velociraptor? The, 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 the big boys, the bad boys. And then we're like, okay, did we get to see them? No. No. Don't see them for a very large majority of the story. Even like even like the, um, whatchamacallit, the ones that kill the fat guy, right? The, yeah, the little... We don't see him. We don't we, see him until like that... Until, until the time they actually a, they actually kill him. The, big, the biggest example of a Chekhov's gun. Yeah. It, it's just when you show it, you... Make note of it, then you leave it for later. It's perfect. But yeah, I mean, the and the best, the best way that could have gone was the T Rex showing up. That's the perfect example of how this goes wrong. And like they make, then they make note of this too. It's like this is a bad idea. I don't think you should do this. And I was like, no, it'll be fine. Yeah. And of course, it all goes wrong. And the moment the T Rex shows up, you know, it's fucked. Now, now we're in the jungle. You yeah. Know, now we're fucked. Speaking of like Chekhov's gun and stuff, but like for film and stuff. A lot of times people mistake like, oh, you should, you should like put as much as like background stuff as you want. Right. And I'm like, no, you shouldn't because everything has a meaning. If it's on the film, it has meaning. Right. It's supposed to give, it's supposed to keep you immersed into the setting. The background's supposed to keep you immersed, right? Mm-hmm. So that could be like 
multiple different things. Like if, if it's a study, you want to make sure it's filled with like books and literature, and like you want to make sure like it's very high classy. So like you might have a tea set here and there, but when you bring stuff onto screen, like as like the main focus subject, you want to make sure that these things come back around because people will will people notice the stuff where it's like oh they literally forgot about the book in the beginning. What what's with the book? Like what are you leaving yeah. in the dark over here? And if and then if they don't see that, people are just be asking questions, and that, that's right. a bad. Davis, I'm going to leave a gun on this table. I will bring note of this back later in the story. Exactly. You know, and it's ba- and it becomes this thing where you forget, and like when someone says something like that, or like, you know, brings it out again, or like you know, if they don't make mention of it, then it's like, okay, but what yeah. happened to that? It's like something that pops into their head. They're like, what the fuck? You know, it's like, where did that go? Yeah, exactly. It's like. So my problem with Star Wars is they forget a lot of things constantly. Yeah. I'm just like there's just too much. There's so much. It's like someone with ADD literally wrote this and like could not get their thoughts in order of like how they want to structure this and how they want the characters to act because they're very sporadic now. They act like like um talking wise. It's it's a real pain. Yeah, it's like it's one of those things where it's like too many cooks spoil the soup. Where it's yeah. like too many people writing it will have too many different ideas. I really think you should have. The director, a lead writer, and then a back and like a secondary writer to like check over for many mistakes of like or insecure uh, like grammar stuff. Star the Star Wars sequel trilogy was very reactive. It was just a lot of people they reacted to how people responded to the first one, which they're is like, fairly positive in yeah. my opinion. And they're like, but people were like, oh, it's too repetitive. It's it's it copies a lot do of the old different. formula. Yeah, and they're like, okay, Ryan Johnson. Do something different. Really blow their minds. And he's like, that, oh. That's the thing, though. Ryan Jensen does not know how to, now what Star Wars is. He doesn't. And to his credit, he does do some cool ideas, but he does not He does not get the overall gist of it. He does not know what Star Wars is about. No, he does not. And so it become, and it became this thing where it's like, okay, no. like People are like, too spicy. Dull it down a bit more. But then they're like, they already have this bosh posh of shit that they can't do anything exactly with so they're it's, just like disney literally jumped the gun with uh the second the second the second part yeah second and they're movie. like okay let's just sprinkle some sugar and some little bit of that and just yeah. throw it at them and they're like well this is just a hodgepodge you can't do this and, and now they're like well sorry it's over just let's let's clean up the kitchen yeah. and start I do like a whole the new Obi-Wan saga series is is good Dude, I don't know where the hell Mandalorian's gone off to. I know it's probably still in production. It's, it's definitely in production. I think they, they're they still in production for Obi-Wan again. Oh, uh, okay. I'm just looking forward to The Boys Season 2. That's the only thing. Oh, I thought that came out already. I see. I keep seeing ads for Dude, it me too. on Amazon. I'm like, is it out already? I keep forgetting. But like, I, I remember like, okay, it's coming out September. And I'm like, it's taking so long. I know, right? I just finished rewatching it. And I'm like, all right, great. Oh, uh, you know, I was watching over and over again. So back in the early 2000s, there was a Mega Man anime. Oh yeah, you remember that? that? Yeah. So yeah. about so it was a, the games to go along with it, but like it was a really cool concept in hindsight to like think about because like that predicted pretty much AI like companions like about ten years in advance for what it was worth inside four eighty p. Um, but yeah, because like when I really think about it, um, the the aspect of like oh you have this little personal like. AI sort of friend, which is the net navy, right? Right. It's like I want that, and it's really cool. And I do think like they predict because it's supposed to be like this futuristic city, so like, but it's it's normal enough for it's like to be relatable, right? And that's what I really I wanted to like 
when looking back, I'm like, oh, I want to shape more of like the island for a new age. It's like this because it's more of like a normal city, but like it has these really high high tech aspects to it. Right, there's certain aspects that add the fantasy into it. Yeah, but yeah, the Mega Man. I was just watching old episodes of that. And I'm just like, these guys from Four Kids definitely knew how to do voices, and that's mm. the thing. When like you said like Sean Schimmel and like all these other guys and, and and gals like doing voices like oh I know who this person is this person is this person is, and like even just looking back like on the newer episodes of like Yu Gi Oh right you could definitely like hear a bunch of different people within like Five Ds or like even Arc Five and like this really cool to bring out like yeah. other old characters back into the Arc Five series which is which I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I uh, they did it. well you know four kids did a better job with that than they did the one piece version so i'm just going to say that yeah yo yeah yo oh yeah. dreaming <sighs> don't give it up luffy dreaming don't get up on zoro dreaming don't give it up nah man dreaming give it up give it up give it up give it up i want to shout make a shout out to uh totally not mark for doing a fantastic job in the review for one piece 10 out of 10 nails like everything i i was watching it like the uh so by, good. the play-by-play play. it was it's pretty good it's, it's like, very it, good criticisms of like how the series is and like how like good good aspects of how it is and like how it works it's brilliant and it, like he highlights all the good aspects of it too and i'm like yes exactly. this is how this is what one piece is, this is... yeah how much time have you, how much how long have we been going on the uh computer let's see gonna be going for a long time an hour and 14 Hey, all right, so we're going to call it here. Um, yes. So we got our new mic equipment. We're doing all this stuff. It's fantastic. It's really fun. And um, we'll see you guys next time. See you guys later.